0: What is up you guys? Welcome to Mindset Sessions by Off The Wall Therapy. I'm Brock Iceman, and I am stoked to give you guys a look into the sport and performance psychology world. I am here to help you create tools and optimize your potential. Let's get it. How are you doing everybody. All right. So, if this is your first time on Mindset Sessions, I want to say thank you. I'm glad that you guys found this. Um, this is a this is a segment of the podcast. We usually have three segments. And for this segment, this is called Performance and Brain. We call it PMB. Basically, what we do during this segment is we take research studies that are pertaining to something performance, right? So, we'll take two research studies that have to do with performance ones that we pick. Sometimes people send interesting ones in, and if we like them, we'll absolutely talk about them. But today is performance and brain. The other one that we do is called, I mean, is interviews, normal interviews. If you've listened to any other podcast, um, interview style is pretty much everywhere. So that's what we do. Interviews is the second one. And then the third one is Q&A. And for Q&A, we have two questions that you guys will send in. And Grizz, where do they send those questions? They, they send
1: them to? to brock at
0: offthewalltherapy.com. Awesome. Also, my name is Brock, and Grizz is the other guy that you'll hear talk every now and then. That's me. That's Grizz. So, we got PMB which we're doing today, and then we do interviews, and then we also do Q&A. So, for today, actually, let me explain on this a little bit. I Last week, we recorded Performance and Brain, and what we actually talk about when we talk about these research studies there's going to be a theme here and the theme had to do with stress so we had an episode that we recorded last week and the entire episode was messed up um, i actually posted it um and also i missed my mark on being able to do a podcast um every single week i try and release the podcast on wednesday that was my standard i was set to that standard and This last week, the podcast episode got messed up. I went to go post it, and I was like, oh, wow, this is messed up. So, one, learned about preparation. Maybe I should have multiple podcast episodes lined up. That's why we're recording multiple today. The other thing, I will have issues with technological stuff. Like, things will come up. And understanding that if it doesn't get out, it is not the end of the world, you know? Like, I understand that this is part of my standard. It was trying to do something that I was going to uphold. But with all of the stress and negative stress really that comes with trying to fix the thing, instead of trying to fix it, you know what I'm doing? I'm just going to record another one, right? Trying to fix it, I totally could have. I do not simply want to put my time towards that. I'll just record another one. It takes me 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Maybe it would take me an hour to try and fix the other thing. I'm not a podcast editor so all right kind of going off of that um but that recording by the way the reason why it was so i was so like oh dude like that's such a bummer the reason why i felt that way was because it was so good you know like i we really went into something special on that episode and i was bummed that it didn't come out um so for today i will do my best to try and make it like that (laughs) Um, Okay, so for today, we got performance and brain Obviously, you guys know, I'm Brock This is Grizz Moving forward all right. second time around This performance and brain, we got two research studies for you Grizz, first off, what is the quote of the day?
1: So the quote of the day is by Dan Millman And it says, you don't have to control your thoughts You just have to stop letting them control
0: you so you don't have to control your thoughts. You just have to stop letting them control you. That is cool. I, I really... That's a, a nice quote. I. Uh,
1: what does that mean to you?
0: Yeah. When it comes to stress, because this really makes me think only about stress, because you, like, when you have stress, when you have a negative stress, all you think about is, I have no control over this stress. It's something... People, people even wake up in the morning... And they're just like... I, I just feel stressed. You know? I have that feeling of anxiety. Um, this is another option. So... I have this saying that I like to say... Is that... You have the, the power... So you have the power to control your thoughts. And you have the power to control one thought... Over another thought. It's pretty much what this is saying. You don't have to control your thoughts. You just have to stop letting them control you. In a sense... exact same thing that I'm saying, right? I'm saying you do have to control your thoughts, just not letting them control you. They're, they're saying the same thing with two completely different ways of going about it. It does sound like the exact opposite of what I'm saying, but you kind of get what I'm saying.
1: No, I, I get what you're saying. I think to me, it sounds like he's saying, um, like you have, how, how many thoughts do you think the human brain has per, per day? I think there's an actual study on this. But 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is. So it definitely. <laughs> okay, perfect. So yeah. Brock, Brock knows. So I think he's saying, like, you can't control every single of those 60 to 70,000 a day, yeah. but you can not let them affect how you act.
0: Yeah, behave. no. And you have the power to choose one of them over the other. So it's almost like. If I want to think less, because I'm thinking a lot, this is a, a common phrase that I get from athletes and from men who go out on the trips. Like, I I want to stop overthinking, you know? And overthinking is simply thinking about the wrong things too much. That's really what it means. You are you're focusing on the negativity, the negative stress, the negative thoughts, and all of those negative thoughts, if they are useful, if they are beneficial great let's figure out how to try like to try and use them but if they are not useful if they're not benefiting you in any way why are you focusing on them so much you know and I say this multiple times but like really the only stress the only really negative stress that I would say that you don't have control over is like when somebody dies right when somebody dies or someone does something terrible um, that you don't have any control over I think that is simply the only one that it has to be bad and there's a place for that you know so learning how to operate within that is a whole other ball game mm. but for the most part like these stressors that people feel these thoughts these negative thoughts that people have I, I don't have control over that well are you looking at it from a different perspective or are you just doing the same exact thing that you have been you know cuz naturally we are negative people you know like super negative people um and this is a little bit different but the 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 off-the-grid that we went on, I mean, every single off-the-grid. Off-the-grid therapy is the other company that um, Chris and I both go to and that I operate. And when we go to these trips, there's a common theme when it comes to men. And when it comes to men, wouldn't you agree that most men have a lot of stress?
1: Yes, I would say so. You got a wife, you have kids, you have a job, you have bills to pay, you have... Everything that's going on in the state of California, in America, the world, so on. Yeah,
0: and what's really rad, speaking on that too, like we have so many guys from all over the country, even outside of the country, going on these trips, which is really cool. It's amazing to see it grow. But every single guy, it doesn't matter where you're from, you go through these these really negative views on stress and what stress is, you know. Um, so one of the first things that I do when I go out there on these trips is. I try and create a new perspective for them on what stress is and why stress is beneficial. Why stress can actually help you, you know, rather than looking at stress as only something that is bad. There are bad stressors. There are, there are negative thoughts. There are negative things when it comes to specific situations, but you can't view every single situation and every type of stressor as something that is bad because then you are missing out on so much more. Your potential really Like, you're missing out on so much more. So, let's get into these research studies. Um, So funny how you do the same podcast, but it's totally different. Like, this is going down a totally different route. I like it. Yeah. Um, Okay, what's the first research study that we got going? (laughs) This study, they kind of go over how stress affected people and if stress was beneficial or if stress was actually negative. And... They took a bunch of participants and were viewing their experience with their moods, with their performance, um, different health conditions that they had, all regarding to this theme around stress. And this it's, it's a really interesting research study. So, as we go into it, um, they wanted to find out, like I said, if stress actually helps with performance okay so that's kind of the understanding behind this so in the beginning of the study the the people who reported feeling no stress experienced better moods and were less likely to have chronic health conditions than people who did face stressors however the people who did not experience stress scored lower on cognition tests so performance they were also less likely likely to experience positive events and to give or receive emotional support than those who experience stress. That's pretty interesting. So hmm. they, the people who did not experience stress, they scored lower on the cognition tests, but they also were less likely to experience positive events and give or receive emotional support to other people. Dang. That's pretty interesting. So someone who doesn't experience stress, they don't necessarily display empathy or receive anything when it comes to empathy. Um, that's kind of interesting. It's like a double-edged sword right there. That is interesting. Um, so yeah, so it's it's really, if this is true, it's like a completely one-sided view on what stress can actually be for you. I'm, I'm going to get further into the research, um, so you guys can, I'm not just picking one super one-sided research study. I'm just simply throwing this out there and having different... I want you guys to have different perspectives on what we're talking about. So this is further into the research study. So more than 75% of adults living in the United States report experiencing emotional or physical symptoms related to stress. In addition, a recent survey that the American Psychological Association, which is APA, and that's under American Psychological Oof, American Psychological Association, um, they found that almost 78% of adults in the U.S. are experiencing significant stress associated with the current pandemic. So that's when this study was done. It was done during the pandemic. The body is equipped to handle occasional periods of stress. But researchers have linked excessive or chronic stress with a slew of negative health consequences, ranging from migraine headaches to cardiovascular problems. Despite this, there's been little research investigating the possible associations between experiencing less stress and increase in health or well-being, so their overall well-being. That is why a team of researchers from Penn State set out to explore whether people who experience a little to no stress are healthier than people who do become stressed, right? So back to the reason why they're doing the study. Trying to find out those who experience little to no stress are actually healthier than people who do become stressed and how it affects their performance. Okay, so stress and your health. So stress, we know this, stress is a normal human response, right? And most people do experience stress from time to time.
1: Oh yeah, I said I've experienced my fair share. Yes, for you, sure.
0: Yes, I mean, you've called me on the phone and been like, "Hey, this is what I'm stressed out about." And what do you use me as when you call on a phone call like that? Are you trying to do what? You're you actually. This is a perfect example. So I've, in the study, I've done
1: this. I've done this to you probably like three times in the last twelve days. Where yeah. I, I've called Brock on the phone and I just kind of, I just, I vent to him and. Yeah. I, just let all my problems go. Yeah. He's my he's my verbal punching bag.
0: Okay, so and that, that goes back to in this study. They're talking about if you experience stress, you can give and receive empathy. So am I an individual that experiences stress? All the time. Okay. If you do not experience stress, say you had a really great day. You just had a bitching day. Just like unreal day. And then someone comes to you and they're like, I just had the worst day ever and they're like this is why this happened this happened I got fired I lost this whatever just compiles and goes and goes and goes Um, it's interesting that and obviously this totally makes sense like if someone was going to tell me that and I just had a great day, I wouldn't want to be like, hey, yeah, I had a great day, you know, like your day, your day sucked. And my day was awesome. You like, know?
1: I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I've never had a bad day in my life. Can't relate.
0: Yeah. And realistically, like when it comes to my day, good or bad, like it's still, it's still a day that I was here and I was alive, you know? So that's the perspective that when you're coming to me and you're talking about something you're stressed out about, I would listen to you, hear you out, totally understand what you're going through, even if I'm not going through it, I wouldn't say I understand. People refrain from saying you understand because sometimes that's not what people want to hear. And understanding is totally different, unless you truly do, you know, unless you really do understand what they're going through. The more important thing is to just listen and then maybe do your best to not go through offering tons of advice all the time as well. Most people just want to be heard, exactly like Grizz just said. He just wants to vent. If he wants to vent, have the emotional awareness to be like, okay, vent on me. Totally get it, right? All right, moving on. So, in this first study, the researchers tracked 2,800 participants for eight days. And before the study, they had all those participants, the 28 people or 2,800 people, complete a cognition test. Um, those participants were interviewed nightly for eight consecutive nights and asked questions about their chronic conditions, physical symptoms, mood, and the number of stressors they experienced during the day. They also asked the participants how many positive experiences they had within the previous 24 hours. About 10% of the participants did not report to experiencing stress during the research study period. These individuals were more likely to experience positive moods and less likely to have chronic health conditions. On the other hand, the participants who did not experience stress scored lower on the cognition test than those who did. The difference in scores equated to the cognitive decline that would occur in approximately eight years of aging. Wild. Participants who did not report any stress also experienced fewer positive events than those who did, and they were less likely to give or receive emotional support. These participants were also more likely to be older, unmarried men. (laughs) Uh, I think there's an assumption that negative events and positive events are these polar opposites. But in truth, in reality, they're the same. They're totally correlated, right? Mm -hmm. Um, In regards to everything that I just spoke on. So, kind of interesting. Let's talk about, okay, so the 10% of people who reported to not experiencing stress whether those people were telling the truth or not, I going through a day when you don't experience stress, that is awesome. Um, depending on the person, that's totally different. Some people like I look for situations where I experience stress. Um, maybe some people look for other ways of doing that. Like most people try to avoid stress at all costs. They're like, how can I have a less stressed day? You know, like at least amount of stress as possible, but going into this, so 10% of people didn't experience stress. And they were more likely to experience positive moods and less chronic health conditions. Okay, that's great, right? That sounds amazing, okay? Yes, I will have a better mood if I have less stress. Okay, cool. Awesome. On the other hand, though, the participants who did not experience stress scored lower on the cognition test than those who did. So, when you're thinking about performance, that's pretty interesting. That means that they're saying that lower stress... Like, you don't have stress throughout the day. You don't perform cognitively as well. Maybe because you're a little more chill, a little more relaxed. And maybe you don't care as much. That could be something to do with that. Um, and then also, if that being said, those who did experience stress, that means that they did way better on the cognition tests, right? And then also, what we know earlier from the, the research study is that those people who do experience stress, they're more emotional. They are more emotionally aware. They're emotionally aware of themselves and of others. Does that make sense? Um, which I think is pretty important. So viewing stress stresses, that's changing the perspective. This, this, this study to me is just kind of like maybe offering a different perspective on what stress really is and what it can be, right? Um, and then when they talk about that the difference in scores equated to the cognitive decline of approximately 8 years of aging. Um if any of that is remotely true, <laughs> I don't know where they got that from. I'd have to read the entire research study and find out what that actually means. But if any of that were remotely true, like I don't want to be 8 years older, you know. And I've always I've always thought of this. So when I, and they're saying that the people who don't experience stress equate to having a cognitive decline of eight years of aging. Okay? So your, your brain works less. I always thought, and I remember talking about this last podcast, um, of the same exact podcast. But I always thought that stress equals getting older. Like the more stress that you have, the older you get.
1: The more gray hairs you get.
0: Yeah. I always thought that, you know, in chronic stress, I would say, yes, when it comes to the same stressor that is just, you can't change the perspective on it. it just keeps happening. Oh, over totally. And over. Like
1: negative stress. I think that creates, I think that creates bad mental habits and like overthinking like you're talking
0: about. Yeah. So when it comes to this, it flipped my perspective. This is exactly what I got out of this research study. I started to think about the people in my life and think about the people in your life. So my, my grandparents, so my grandpa, the moment he stopped working, he worked till he was 85 and he sold suits at this place called Gary's in Newport Beach. He worked at a bunch of different places, but he was the guy who like, like he would sell really high end suits to like Kobe Bryant and like professional athletes and big people, right? Um, and the moment he stopped working, his, his cognitive, it just, his cognitive, uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> Cogni- his brain. His brain stopped working as effectively. Like he, he would sit on the couch every single day and he would watch TV. Um, he wouldn't get up and go, because when he's up, he's up at 6.30 in the morning, does his hair, puts his suit on, goes to work, walks around, talks to people. And now that he's not doing that, his brain's not working as well. You know, like he's he's simply just not getting there. He's not having enough stress throughout his day. He doesn't have to figure out, um, oh I gotta be there on time, you know, oh I gotta sit through traffic, oh I gotta worry about money. <laughs> like he's just every day he wakes up and he's like, the Angels playing baseball today? <laughs> I'm watch them tonight, watch football tonight. Like the the stress is not there, you know, it's not the same. Like, stress is what actually got him up and going and doing stuff and having conversations and figuring out problems and how to resolve them, you know? Like, that is what kept him so young at 85. Um, and now that he's 90, 91, it's like, like I want you to get Grandpa, I want you to get up and get going, you know? <laughs> Need more stress. So I started to think, this, this changed my perspective, this study, because stress, maybe retiring is not good for you maybe retiring and going into this life of just not having any stress is it's not something that's good for your, your brain, you know, Mm. like maybe one of the best um, supplements for Alzheimer's or dementia is having a job, (laughs) you know, like when you're older. Um, And I say this seriously, like I, it's changed my perspective. Like I, I totally want to be doing something. I, I know that I will be doing something, as I get old, whether that's me standing at the door at, I mean, you see the guys at like, uh, like Costco or whether I stand at the door at like a, like a football like game a greeter or, or something. Yeah, exactly. Like something, something to get me going that gives me stress. Um, it changed my perspective on that, you know? Yeah. And I think that, I think that this study, no matter how true it is, like it, it made me think more in, in regards to, okay, yeah, I already know that stress is good, but stress throughout my life, Stress throughout my life can be beneficial and it can be good. Because cognitively, I'm only going to get older and I'm only going to climb. So how can I keep that from happening? You know, putting more stress on myself? Great. Viewing stress as something that's not just bad? Great. Because stress is not just bad. Stress is, in fact, good. You yeah. know what I'm
1: Just like the quote was talking about, you can control your thoughts. You can control that stress.
0: Mm. Absolutely. Power to choose one thought over another. Um, is that it for this research study I yes think So, alright cool what is the second research study that we're going over
1: so the second one is is kind of more of a article uh, an article and it uh,
0: a research article
1: it's a research article and it's more of like putting it into action
0: gotcha so it's titled what is your stress mindset ok cool this is right mindset sessions what is your stress mindset Um, they kind of broke this down pretty interesting the way that they they started it off Um, so they listed two questions and they gave two answers to each one of these and obviously one is the opposite from the other so general beliefs about stress, the effects of stress in most cases are A. negative and should be avoided or B. positive and should be utilized and then they go to General reactions to stress. When I notice the physical response of stress, such as increased heart rate, sweating, shaky hands, or legs, I'm more likely to interpret it as A, I'm about to lose control, or B, this is my body giving me the energy I need to perform. Okay, so obviously this is coming from a military standpoint, which I love. This is good. When it comes to performance, we need to think of stress, and they have a pretty stressful job. Right? Very stressful. So when it comes to thinking about performance, when they think about stress, yes, they're going to go. My belief about stress, what's the effects of stress in most cases? Yes, they are positive and they should be utilized rather than negative and should be avoided. Okay. And then when I notice the physical response of stress, I'm more likely to interpret it as this is my body giving me energy. I need to perform or no, I'm about to lose control. So we're going to the fight or flight response. That's what these guys are basically first talking about. So the fight or flight response, am I going to fight? Am I going to use this stress or am I going to flight? Am I going to lose control? Am I going to run away, right? So understand that. If you guys have things when it comes to fight or flight, what kind of individual are you? When you think about stress, really truly think about how you react to stress. Is it something that you want to avoid? Is it something that you want to lessen? That you want to get rid of? Or is it something that you think, hmm, how can I use this stress? Wait, what is the stress trying to tell me? What am I gonna do to make this my benefit? To make this stress, to make this stress my bitch, right? (laughs) Really, I want to use this stress rather than letting this stress use me. Okay? That would be the question that I would run down your throat. Okay. Am I going to use this stress or is this stress going to use me? Okay, so for those of you who chose B, most of your answers when it comes to stress, or most of your answer, (laughs) most of you who answered B, you likely have a stress is helpful mindset. And B, obviously, like I just said, helpful is the way that we want to go, like stress is helpful. Stress- How can I
1: use stress to my advantage?
0: Exactly. Stress is beneficial. Those who believe stress is helpful are better able to use stress to improve their performance, their health, and growth compared to those who believe stress is harmful. So they did a research study with 174 Navy SEAL candidates. Okay, so 174 of them. Those who believe stress was helpful had a faster obstacle course time, were more likely or were more highly rated by leaders and peers and lasted in the program longer than those who believed that stress was harmful people who believe stress is helpful show better memory and performance on standardized tests so cognitive tests they also have fewer headaches and backaches and less insomnia and hypertension believing stress is helpful might even help you live longer those who believe stress was harmful and experienced a great deal of stress at almost 45% increase of premature death compared to those who experience a little stress, who experience a lot of stress, but believe stress is helpful. I said stress at least 15 times. In the- <laughs> you <laughs> so, love it though. Stress, stress, stress. If this is making you stressed out, you're an A person. Okay. Stress <laughs> is good. How can we use stress? Make sure that stress is helpful. Be that B person. Okay. Um, Anyway, so the stress is harmful thing. Let's try and get rid of that. Stress is helpful. Stress is helpful. Stress is helpful. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, We need to understand how the stress response system works. Okay. And I'm actually going to break down what that looks like, what the actual response is. Okay. So your body releases the stress hormones, adrenaline, epinephrine, norepinephrine, that's adrenaline. Okay. We got that. So your body releases stress hormones called adrenaline, epinephrine or norepinephrine. It also releases cortisol, right? Both of those, they act as messengers that signal the rest of your body to prepare for action rather than run away. Prepare for action. This is what's changing this thought, right? So those energy sources that are used, they are glucose, amino acids, and fatty acids. They rapidly mobilize from where they're stored to all the critical muscles, Okay, we got that. They go to all the critical muscles. This helps prime your body for action and keeps your brain alert so you can react quickly. Okay, that fight or flight. That fight, we're reacting quickly. Your heart rate, your blood pressure, your breathing, they all increase. The reason why they're increasing is so they can transport nutrients and oxygen to your muscles and your brain. Because we are protected all those things, they do that quickly so they help protect your body. At the same time, your energy, that's normally used for longer-term processes um, like growth or digestion, like when you eat food or reproduction, it's diverted into more immediate needs. That fight response—you need it now, so all of that energy goes quickly. Okay, your muscles tense up to provide your body your body with extra speed and extra strength, and your pupils dilate, sharpens your vision. You start to sweat. To prevent overheating. And you increase your uh, metabolic rate. Also finally the immune function. Also gets a, a short boost of energy. In anticipation of possible injury or infection. Okay so that's pretty cool. Your body just naturally does this in a fight or flight situation. When you respond to stress. Okay so the stress response system. Already has a set of tools. That your body uses to provide the energy that you will need to perform. Every single individual has this. But from the perspective of an A, stress is harmful, to a B, stress is helpful, which person do you think actually will perform better when they understand what's really going on inside? These feelings, all this, like if I'm sweating and my heart is racing and I'm breathing heavily, instead of looking at that as something that is bad, like, be like no my body's trying to go you know why is my body doing this to me oh it's because I'm gonna go and perform you know I'm gonna go and perform and I need this so I hope that that helps a little bit like understanding did that make you understand totally. it, it how made, that works better yeah
1: and as, and as athletes uh, it's really good to recognize especially when you're in a situation where you're about to perform for you to recognize oh like all these like the butterfly feelings and all that stuff is just your body preparing you for the competition um, and it's up to you to choose whether this is something that you don't like, or it's is something where you're gonna meet that
0: challenge. Does that work for you?
1: Uh, yeah. It. Uh, I usually before baseball games, I had to go to the bathroom and kind of be like, "All right, you know, I'm ready to go." And then I come out to the field, and and then I'm like, "Okay, yeah." yeah. So it's it's um Bill that happened to Bill Russell. Like he had he had to throw up before every game, um, and then he went out and you know performed at a a hall of fame, uh, caliber of, of basketball. Yeah. So I think it's different for, uh, for everybody. Of
0: course. Yeah. I would like, I would like your guys perspective when it comes to stress, just to simply be adjusted to stress is potentially good. If you could get it to there, you'd be like, wait, what is this stress trying to tell me? That's the biggest question. What is this stress trying to tell me? And how can I use this stress? If you can't use this stress, it's probably one that is just simply bad. And if it's simply bad, we got to learn how to disregard that. We got to learn how to disassociate. We got to be able to pull back, look at the situation, look at the big picture and see really what the big picture is saying. You know, if this if this is something that is just simply bad, why am I worried about it? I can't control it. If you really can't control it and it's affecting you, it's affecting every single bit of your performance that you have, you know. So learning how to disregard specific things is another thing it's really easy to say it's really hard to do because usually those things that you have to disregard they're with a bunch of emotions attached to them you know exactly so, disassociating that's if you don't know what that is that has to do with your emotions and pulling back on them so you can't perform um we can talk more about that later
1: definitely something i wanted to to ask really quick before you close it out yeah you remember that run that we went on uh, over by the river? And it, you know, we're, we're both running. I think it was like a, it was a few miles. Oh, river. Uh, this was uh, over in your balloon. Oh, oh, yeah. Got you. yeah. Um, so I know like not, obviously not everybody that's going to be listening to this, if at all are Navy SEALs, um, but they're athletes, right? So like in the moment you talk about disassociating, sometimes in the moment you can't. So how do you, how do you meet that challenge of seeing stress as helpful by like, encouraging or talking to yourself or pumping yourself up to be like, hey, I got to do this. You know, I don't want to run away. I don't want to fight. I want to fight. How do you pump yourself up? Do you remember on that run where I had to like, I had to yell at myself like, you can do this. You can do this. I was dead tired, you guys. So like, what is something you can share with
0: the listeners? I mean, mean, the thing that pops into my mind is that you just have to create a standard for stress. You have to create a standard for everything. But My standard is, every single day that I wake up, the very first thing that I do, I walk outside, I do an ice bath, I put the stress on my body, so my brain, I even think about it the night before. I am a guy who hates cold. Cold is something that I do not like, even though I do an ice bath every single day in my backyard. Like, the reason that I do it is because I don't want to, and the reason why it's beneficial is because it stresses me out, you know? And instead, my perspective now is, I do it so I get stressed in. Start thinking more stressed in. The reason why I run, the reason why I, I go on these runs is because I want to get stressed in. I do not like running. I do not like ice baths. I don't even like the gym. But why do I do all of them? I do all of them because I relate to stress in a completely different perspective now. Like it's not, it's more than me just being an athlete and doing all these things so I can get stronger and faster. And like, this is for my brain. This is for my mental health. Everything that I view, I view it from the perspective of what is this stress trying to do for me or trying to tell me? And how can I use this stress? Give me more stress. I will perform. Give me more and more stress and I will perform. If I do not have stress, I will not perform because I don't have that fight or flight response. The fight or flight or the fight or flight response is everything. The moment I'm about to click a button on a podcast and get talking, that is stressful. Why do you think that we perform when we do a podcast? It's all because of stress. Everything that you do all day long, everything you do, it's all about performance and there's stress attached to everything, right? So start learning because you already relate to stress in good ways. You already you already show up on time. You already prepare for things start doing it in every facet of your life. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Okay? So, stress is potentially Helpful. potentially good. <laughs> okay? I want if you could just get that. If you could just get the potentially good part. Like just start thinking of it from a different I think stress is good. If you can start thinking it from, like from a perspective where it could be potentially good. Potentially good. Okay, so yes, that felt very different from the first time we did this, but that is the end of P and B. So, Chris, do you have any, have any extra thoughts? That was the last question? That was the last question. Okay, awesome. So, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, absolutely. We have 17 before this, so if this is your first one, go back and listen to those. The first 10 episodes are really like the standard for more related to performance in sports. Um, now we are doing performance in pretty much every facet of your life, but obviously everything has to do with performance. So if you guys enjoyed the podcast, please leave a, like a rating or a, I don't even know how podcast things work. Like, like it, <laughs> leave a comment or a yeah, tell your friends it, about it. Yeah, absolutely. Like this is not something where I want to make money on or anything like this is simply I just, I want to get this stuff out. I want to get you guys to start changing your perspective. Okay. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. All right. We'll see you later. We'll see you later. Have a good week.